podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Thanks for choosing this free Anfield Index podcast. If you'd prefer to listen to this or any of our other shows without adverts, then now's the time to check out Anfield Index Pro. With AI Pro, you can supercharge your entire listening experience. You'll not only get all of our podcasts without the ads, but you'll have them far faster with our quick publish feature available exclusively for subscribers. AI Pro also puts you in the heart of our sound studio with an option to listen to many of our shows live and interact with the podcasters in real time as the shows are recording. Upgrading couldn't be easier. AI Pro is available on all popular podcast platforms and we have our own apps for Apple and Android. Just head on over to AnfieldIndexPro.com and get started today. Hello and welcome to Daily Red, your lunchtime catch-up on all things Liverpool FC. On a Thursday after Rangers won Liverpool 7 in the Champions League at Ibrox. Again, for those in the back, Rangers won Liverpool 7 at Ibrox. Beautiful. And I have to say, I woke up in a very good mood. Now, I must warn you, I've just recorded Scouted with Carl ahead of City, and he has upset me. He has sent me spiralling. Uh, with a discussion we had about the midfield and also the predictions we ended up with for the City game. But we're going to put that to one side and just look at last night. The first half was an abomination. There's just no way around it. It was absolutely awful. We were terrible. We allowed them to impose their will on us. We allowed the stadium to really get bouncing and make an awful lot of noise. Scott Arfield put them one up on 17 minutes. Uh, Somehow found himself drifting into the box without one of our midfielders trailing him. Won't say too much more about that because if I speak, I could be in big trouble. Um, But seven minutes later, we did get an equaliser. Great Costa Simicus uh, corner and a really nice near post header by Bobby Firmino. That drew us level. And from there, Rangers were the better team until halftime. We just couldn't get going. Our defensive shape wasn't right. I thought Joe Gomez grew into the game really well, but he had a a shaky probably first 20-25. Ibu looked like a guy that hasn't played enough football, and he took a little bit of time to get going. Once the two of them got up to speed, which happened around the same point in the game, I did feel like, that side of the defence really locked in on what they needed to be doing and really showed a good understanding of each other and what they needed from each other as a pairing, as a right-back, right-centre-back pairing. I thought that was really promising. I thought we saw some semblance of a pairing between Ibu and Virgil, though I didn't think Virgil played particularly well, as he hasn't all season, Virgil is, I believe, managing himself to get through to the World Cup. I just don't think he wants to get hurt. I thought Costas had a bit of a stinker, if I'm being honest. I thought thought he got run ragged by Fashion Sakala, and his delivery wasn't good enough. It wasn't what we needed it to be. The corner for the Bobby goal was great. He had one other really good delivery, But in general, I thought his delivery was poor. And 
it would be no surprise if Andy Robertson's just straight back in the team on Sunday. I think it would be in actual in actuality it would be quite a big surprise if Andy Robertson isn't in the team on Sunday. Um we conceded one. It could very easily have been two, if not for a great block by Ibu from the same Scott Arfield, who had once again drifted into our box with no midfielder uh, to be seen. The second half was a very different story. Now, the first few minutes were a little bit shaky again. Just one of those weird games where a team, in this case Rangers, goes into halftime full of belief and the halftime sort of kills their momentum. And when they came out in the second half, they just didn't look as sure of themselves. We get our second goal on 55. It's a great Joe Gomez ball. And Bobby finishes really, really well. I mean, this is not the Bobby we know and love. This this is some poacher version of Bobby. On 66, we put the game to bed for all intents and purposes. Really good work by Fabinho. Wins the ball back high up the pitch. Really aggressive. Shifts it on to Fabio Carvalho. He in turn gives it quickly into Firmino, who has just this outrageous layoff that is completely unnecessary. Like at that point, he he's he's feeling himself a lot. Uh, you were waiting for him to break out the smoking jacket and the slippers. Plays it to Darwin, and Darwin just passes it into the bottom corner. Really nice goal, really well finished, really well built. Then Jürgen rings the changes. He takes off Darwin. Uh, He takes off Henderson. And I think he took off Carvalho at that point. Am I right? No, he kept Carvalho on. Who else did he take off? Was it just Darwin and Henderson? It was Darwin and Henderson at that point, wasn't it? And he brings on Thiago for Darwin and Salah. No, Thiago for Henderson and Darwin for Salah. Salah for Darwin. You know what I mean. Um, And then we just look completely untouchable. Uh, They were shell-shocked. They didn't really know how to react. The crowd went quiet. The the travelling fans could be heard well above them. Salah scored on 75 minutes an amazing first touch like an absolutely incredible first touch and a toe poked finish and their fans began not walking for the exit running for the exits and running down the stairs and running out of Ibrox as quick as their little legs could carry them and that meant that they missed three more goals Salah scored his second Liverpool's fifth on 80, a very typically Mo Salah goal. And on 81 minutes, it's another typically Mo Salah goal to give him his hat-trick, the quickest hat-trick in Champions League history. The second goal had meant that he'd become the record breaker for any, most goals for a single English club by a single player, which is a hell of a, in the Champions League proper, not counting, uh, qualifiers or any of that nonsense the third goal just was the icing on the cake uh, for him and for us Diogo Jota with a hat-trick of assists Salah became the third Liverpool player to score a hat-trick after coming on the game 
after Steven Gerrard. And genuinely, I probably could have spent two hours thinking about this and wouldn't have guessed. Uh, Steve Staunton, do the player to do it. Um, Jota with the first hat, first hat trick of assists for a hat trick since I think something to do with Stan Collymore, which is a long time ago. Um, we were rampant at this point, rampant. Salah tried his best to get Jota involved in the scoring. Elliot had a chance. Then Salah tried again to get Jota involved, set up a great opportunity for him. Jota took a touch and the touch kind of wasn't good enough. And he his shot was saved by McGregor. It was cleared out. And there is a brilliant finish by Harvey Elliott on his right foot. Now, there was um, a flag by the referee, the, by the linesman, uh, to rule the goal out for offside. But after what seemed like quite a long VAR check, the goal was given and Harvey gets his first ever Champions League goal and Liverpool get their seventh and confirm the largest victory ever by a visiting team at Ibrox in a European game. Now, it may well be the biggest win ever at Ibrox by any visiting team at any level because unless like Celtic or a couple of years of Aberdeen or Dundee did it, I just can't think of who else would have done it. So it may well be that that is the biggest ever. Let's just have a quick Google then. Biggest Rangers, biggest home defeat. It is the biggest ever Ibrox defeat for Rangers. That is a thing of absolute beauty. Football Scotland. The damning stats behind Rangers ever, Rangers worst ever Euro defeat as Liverpool equal Celtics record scoreline. So it does look like it equals the record. Yes, they lost. No, sorry. They lost a game to Celtic 7-1 in a League Cup final at Hamden Park. That was the worst result they'd had before. This is their worst ever home result and the joint worst result in their history. Ah, that's beautiful. You have to enjoy that. Couldn't have happened to a nicer club. Couldn't be happier for them. Salah is a wizard. He is an absolute wizard. And he's come in for, you know, I think some very fair criticism this year because he hasn't been very good this season. But at the same time, he's been used so badly. Like, why has he been playing so wide on the right? Last night, he plays in a front two. He just looks like an absolute world beater. Scores three goals in six minutes, has four shots. Probably should have scored a fourth. He has eight goals on the season in 13 games. That's not bad considering how he's been used. I hope that last night opens the eyes of the manager and the coaching staff that Mo needs to play through the middle. That Mo and Darwin should be the goal 
to have those two through the middle. Now, not for City. City should be Bobby. But Mo and Darwin through the middle in this 4-4-2 with Diaz as a left winger when he comes back, Jota until then. That is... That could be deadly. The right-sided midfield role is a question mark because we don't really have anyone that can do that job at the highest level. Harvey did a good job of it last night, but you wouldn't want him there every week. That That is his best position. You just wouldn't want him in the team every week because he's not ready. Fab and Thiago is clearly the, the best double pivot we have. And right now, I think the best option when he's fit will be Trent on the right side of midfield to get that delivery further up the pitch. He'll play in the same areas he's been playing in anyway. We'll just be more defensively secure because rather than having, say, Henderson running around the place and not helping defensively, Joe Gomez will just sit defensively, can overlap when needed, but can sit in defensively and make us a lot more secure and allow us to play with a back three and Fabinho sat in front of them when we attack because Robbo will bomb forward. Trent and Thiago can step forward and then you'll still have your left winger coming narrow and your your front two. So you get six attacking and four defending and you get a balance there. That's basically what we used to do. We used to send both fullbacks and Ginny would sit in next to Fabinho. It's the same concept. Fabinho would often sit in among the centre-backs, either on the right or in the middle of them, and Ginny would sit in front of them. When we were great, that's what we did. The two full-backs went, Henderson went, and the front three were the front three. We had six going forward, and we had four sat back in case we got turned over. And we never conceded on the counter. We were almost impossible to counter-attack against. We need to get back to being that team. And I do think that Trent at right side midfield, A, will take him out of the firing line defensively. Not saying it's a permanent move, just saying in the short term. B, it might unlock a whole new level of Trent. And with his ability on the ball, having him already further up the pitch, I just, I can't see how there's a negative side to that. Pitch still opens up to him because he's playing on the right side of midfield. You get his supply in for Darwin and Mo, or Mo and Jota, or Darwin and Jota, or Bobby and Mo, Bobby Darwin, Bobby Jota. You've got four great front options. Diaz and Carvalho plus Jota as left wing options. And someone get Dan Kennett on the phone, get a depth chart done up. This works. This actually works for us. The only issue is we've no cover in central midfield. Uh, hopefully Naby will be back soon. And if he, if he is, then that helps hugely. Ox is back in training. Ox could be a, a backup to Trent on the right side of midfield for the remainder of his contract. Curtis can obviously help in midfield as well once he's fully back past whatever... Uh, issue he has at the moment you'd probably like a bit more dynamism in that centre midfield but we don't have it at the club so there's nothing we can do about it for now we can assess it and address it in January for sure but not yet but 
doing that, having Joe behind Trent will just make us a lot more solid defensively. And if if Joe shows that he's not the player for that role, but Trent looks incredible on the right of the four-man midfield, then you just upgrade on Joe. Find a different right back. Arsenal got Tommy Asu for 17 million. He'd be ideal for a situation like that. Or you could go with an attacking right back, like a, a proper overlapping right back. You know, you find someone who can do a Hakimi impression. Someone like Jeremy Frimpong, someone like Max Ahrens, he's gone off the, the, the radar a little bit, but Pedro Poro could be an option there. Tino Livermento, I think, would be fascinating because he's actually good defensively as well. And he's really aggressive. He's like a better dribbling version of Robbo. And I think he's got a higher ceiling than Robbo. So Tino Livermento, once he's back from the ACL, if he recovers properly, he could be someone you look at next summer. Bring him in to play right back, Trent right side of midfield. And all of a sudden, that's the right side sorted, boxed off. Harvey can play there as well. So you have Tino and Ramsey, two young right backs battling it out there. They can give you different types of looks. You get Trent and Harvey as the right-sided midfield options. Again, they give you different types of options, different looks. Diaz and Carvalho the same on the left wing. Front four, if Bobby sticks around, and if he's willing to do short contracts, maybe you do another year, but I wouldn't be doing beyond that because of his age. But if you have those front four, you've got... Your centre-backs, if Gomez goes back in as one of those, you've got your left-backs. All you need to do is buy your midfield. The players to rotate with Fabinho and Thiago. And I would look at Enzo Fernandez and Moises Casado and say those two as a pair is exactly what I would want in a midfield. You get those two in Tino Livermento, they're all realistic targets. They're all affordable targets. Their wages wouldn't be outlandish. They're all young. They've all got levels and levels to go in terms of the potential that they have. And you're looking at a completely rebuilt team that would all of a sudden be another huge threat to win the Premier League title with depth everywhere. And multiple different looks, multiple different options in terms of shape, setup, whatever. You could basically do anything you want with that group of players. Are you that person who has everything? The coolest merch and those must-have fan threads? Well, over at our Anfield Index shop, we've gone that extra mile when it comes to pimping up your Liverpool collection. From our popular range of bespoke design T-shirts, sweaters, hoodies and hats, to our signature edition mugs, prints and coasters, all provided with fast worldwide shipping. We have something for every red. We also stock official LFC merchandise and are licensed with the Premier League and UEFA to sell official iron-on shirt badges and sleeve patches. As a listener to this podcast, you can get 10% off everything with coupon code AIPRO10. Just head over to anfieldindex.shop or find us on Etsy by searching for Anfield Index. You still have Henderson and Jones knocking about. Jones potentially takes a step forward. 
which would be exciting if he does. And maybe he's the fifth midfielder and he's in that rotation because Fab and Thiago are 30 or 29 and 31, whatever they are. Um, So they're not going to be around forever, but I think you can manage them a lot better if you've got a Caicedo to come in for Fab and an Enzo Fernandez to come in for Thiago and, and spell them. And then Curtis can get games in the cup and as a sub, Curtis has that versatility. Maybe Curtis can develop into that right-sided, a narrow right-sided midfielder because he's got good passing. He doesn't have Trent's level of passing, but few do. He's a good ball carrier. And maybe you look at Harvey as someone that plays in a different role. Maybe you loan him out to get him experience, get him a full season of games in a, in a top-flight league. We saw what he could do in the championship and he came back off that looking like he'd improved immensely. So maybe you send him to, I don't know, you could send him to Benfica maybe on a 12-month loan as part of a deal to get Caicedo or to get Fernandez rather. And he gets 35 starts across a year for them. And he comes back, gone up a level, full of confidence, all of a sudden it's like having a new player because he's a much better version than the one that you sent out on loan. And maybe that swings getting a, a Fernandez deal done. You could do a two-year loan and maybe bring the price down a little bit. And then he gets even more experience. But this 4-4-2 really does have great potential. I really do, I really do like the idea of Trent as a right-sided midfielder in it. I think he'd be really, really interesting there. And I really like the idea of Joe Gomez getting games at right back. He's too good to be the fourth choice centre back. And again, like I said, if he if he proves that he can't do it regularly, then so be it. Move him back into the centre back group and, and go and buy that right back. If he proves that he can do it regularly, and you just have him and Ramsey as your right-back options. And again, they're giving you different types of looks. They're both bigger and more physical um, than than Livermento or, or Frimpong or somebody like that. They're not as dynamic, but they're both good on the ball, both very, very comfortable on the ball, especially Ramsey. And then you just need to go and buy that fourth centre-back to replace what Joe would have been. And Max Enslacroix, Ed, Edmund Topsapa, there's plenty of options out there that you could go and get um, the the kid at uh, Soleil, is that his name, at, at Salzburg, big unit of a kid. Someone like him, Badi Ashile, plenty of options out there to go and get um, at centre-back, to bring in a fourth centre-back behind Virgil and, and Ibu with Joel, I think, by next season, becoming more of a backup and then some young blood to come in with them. But three signings would really sort us out. And we could do one in January and potentially salvage our season by having a really good run in the Champions League. And look, if we're playing at our best or close to our best, we can still win the Champions League. We can. We just need our players to step back up to the level we know they're capable of. We need our manager to stop sending us out there with 10 men. Um, Salah is a a, a threat to everybody and... Hopefully we see him in the central row at the weekend. On This Is Anfield, Liverpool's nine biggest Champions League wins with two teams featuring twice. Bobby's back, standouts and Man City, the last word on Rangers 
one Liverpool seven. Uh, Mo Salah back on his throne. Uh, there is player ratings, Firmino's gesture, and the Salah Elliott bromance. Four things fans spotted. Ridiculous, the ridiculous numbers behind Mo Salah's record-breaking hat trick. What Liverpool still need to do to qualify for the last sixteen? One draw, one draw. Ajax next, then Napoli. Get a draw with Ajax, and you're through. You don't need to worry anymore. In all likelihood, Napoli will smack the bejesus out of Rangers. The record defeat may not live for long because of how they're playing. But if they win that, then they'll have won five from five. They'll have 15. They're already through as things stand now. You could see them go into that last game and just rest everybody against us. In which case, you know, even if we lost in Amsterdam, we could still get through uh, with a win over Napoli if Napoli send the under-14s or something. Um, But yeah, one point will do us and we will be through and absolutely fine. Uh, On to Liverpool.com. Liverpool have a three-player puzzle for Jurgen Klopp to solve as Roberto Firmino fuels Dilemma. So, Mo, Bobby, Darwin three players for two positions because Jota is needed left wing while Diaz is out. Um, I mean, the, the truth of it is we kind of need Mo right wing, but it, it doesn't do anything for us or for him. So you're better off playing him through the middle and trying to patch that right side together while the potential of Trent going there remains a couple of weeks away with the injury. Harvey's probably the best option, though you'll hear on Scouted myself and Carl have quite a heated debate that ends up me shouting at him. Uh, but who should play in the wide positions? Um, Liverpool Champions League power rankings. I hate power rankings. There's nothing stupider than power rankings. Liverpool might have found ideal 26 million midfield transfer who could be perfect for Jurgen Klopp. This is Yunus Musa, uh, And Yunus Musa, if you don't know him, you should throw an eye on Valencia or on the U.S. men's national team. Really exciting player, only 19. Counts as a homegrown player, despite having been born in America and playing for America because he was in England from 2012 to 2019, was in the England underage setup from under 15 to under 18 before deciding to take his talents to the men's national team of the USA. Um, Joined Valencia in 2019 and has has done very, very well. Um, In the first season he was there, he played for their B team. Then he got into the first team at 17, pushing 18, and immediately made an impression. 35 games, the first season, two goals. 36 the second season, three goals. There is goals there to be had in his game. He's got the technical ability, the drive, the determination, the ability to get himself eight to ten goals a season. I think he could potentially, if everything went right with him, develop into a player similar to what we had hoped Ox would be before his his knee exploded. Not quite as explosive as Ox, but still a very dynamic player. Um, Really do like Yunus Musa. And at 26 million, it'd be tough to say no. Wouldn't be bringing him in as a starter, for sure. But certainly as a really good squad addition, you'd be 
hard pressed to to pass on that one. Uh, Man City have just shown. Man City should just have shown possible Allison, but I this should just have shown possible. Okay, the 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 headline is butchered here, but it's Camille Grabara. It's a piece about Camille Grabara. I think he's really talented, and I think we. I understand he wanted to go and play regularly, but I, I, I hope we have a buyback on him because I do think he's someone that could develop into the type of goalkeeper we would want when Ali is aging out. Now, it's best for him that he's out playing regularly. I think there's no doubt he's more talented than Cuivin and further ahead in his development to Cuivin because he's played so regularly, but he was outstanding against City the other night. Uh, Liverpool transfer of 26 million Argentine star makes sense as Jurgen Klopp seeks total midfield solution. Guido Rodriguez of Real Betis. I do like Guido Rodriguez, but I don't like him for us. And the guy is going to be 29 in April, so he doesn't solve our problem of wanting to get younger. Now, if you're just going to bring him in as a backup to Fabinho... Um, I could get on board with that, but I don't think he's the solution to any problem really because of his age, basically. And he's not going to get any better and he's not good enough to start for us right now. Liverpool could sign midfield solution for free in 2023. Uh, this is about Douglas Louise. Uh, again, a fine backup, but not as a starter, not for us. Not the way, not the level we want to play at. On AnfieldIndex.com, we have the player ratings from last night's game done by Stephen Smith. Uh, he goes Allison 7, Gomez 7, Costa 6, Virgil 7. That's a little bit generous, I think, Virgil 7. I think Costa 6 might be a little bit generous as well, but Stephen's a nicer guy than me. Uh, Ibu seven, Henderson six. That that's also generous. Fab six, Darwin. Sorry, Fab seven, Darwin six. Yeah, I I do get that one because the the the, the, the delivery and service to him in the first half was an abomination. Harvey eight. I I don't agree with. I think that's a little bit high. I'd have gone seven for him. Carvalho six. I think is too low. I think he's a seven as well. Uh, Bobby Bobby 9, yeah, can get on board with that. Mo 9, Thiago 7, Robbo 6, Jota 7, fair, and Milner 5 uh, came on and slotted in it right back. Gomez went centre-back and Ibu went for a, a nice early rest. Uh, there was a post-match roll, if you want to give that one a listen. There is a Euro incision, Nina and Guy having a chat about last night's game. There's the new under pressure. If you haven't heard it yet, make sure you do. And Bruno Downey informs me that tonight he is recording Mulby on the spot, which will be a belter because it always is. And he's doing a money talks with Mo Chatra, which again should be a belter because Mo rarely fails to deliver when talking about the financial side of the game. Um, if you get Mo talking about football finances or professional wrestling, he's, it's an, he's an absolute joy. He's good at the rest, 
But on those two, when it's just like a subconscious thing for him and he's just in the zone, he is he is as good as you find. And that will do me for today, folks. I will talk to you all tomorrow. Bye-bye. We hope you enjoyed listening to this Anfield Index show. Please be sure to subscribe to our channel so future podcasts find their way to your device automatically. There's nothing quite like fan engagement, and we'd love to know what you think of anything discussed on this show. The best way to get in touch is over on our free Discord community, where both podcasters and listeners debate the hottest LFC topics 24-7. Sign up free now at anfieldindex.com forward slash discord. You won't regret it. You can also follow us on Twitter at Anfield Index and find us on Facebook by searching for Anfield Index. Oh, and before you go, we'd love it if you could leave us a five-star review on your favourite podcast app. It only takes a couple of seconds, and it means the world to the people who create these free shows. Sports Social Podcast Network.